Good morning, hello and welcome. Neil Murray to the latest in the Balderton podcast series. Neil, of course, is the founder and I suppose editor of the Nordic Web, which of course is, is everyone's favourite news source and a source of statistics about the uh, Scandinavian region, uh, especially when it comes to all things technology. Neil, how are you this morning? You are? I'm very well, thank you. Terrific. want to start by asking you specifically about a piece uh, that you've written recently, or the state of the Nordic tech scene today, outdated assumptions versus the reality. I mean, in this article, you quote very directly and almost respond to very directly a piece that's been on uh, Pando recently, um, and, and aim to correct a few assumptions, I suppose, that are a bit, bit outdated according to yourself. Is that Pando article like the only reason you're responding, or have you felt, I suppose, nudged and cajoled into to writing this response by some other forces over the last month, couple of months, etc.? Uh, yeah, no, I definitely have. I mean, it, it definitely wasn't just because of the the Pando article. This is something I've been I've been kind of thinking about uh, and and kind of publicly talking about for for quite a while. I would say maybe a a few months now. Um, so yeah, no, uh, you know, it was because I read the Pando article, I was inspired to write it. Certainly wasn't um, a kind of attack on Pando. Um, I actually really, I think they're one of the better tech publications, to be to be honest with you. Um, well, what I would say about the piece, and this is why I don't blame Pando either, is because the, the Nordic tech scene has, has grown very, very fast in the last couple of years. So people's assumptions are out of date, but not by by kind of means of, of ignorance or, or kind of on purpose. It's, it's just because everything is growing or happening so fast that it is hard to kind of keep up with what's happening. And, you know, maybe people's assumptions haven't updated with the current reality. So I just wanted to kind of address a few of those assumptions that I've seen, not just on Pando, but in in other places as well, um, and, and kind of lay out the facts as they are now. And I suppose at a very high level for people that haven't seen the article yet, or for example, what are the, I guess, top two assumptions that maybe were, as you say, correct a year, two years ago, but now have moved on, things have changed? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say firstly, the, the first one is, is venture capital. Uh, I mean, people assume that, that in the Nordics, you know, you still have to look to London or you still have to look to, to Germany uh, to raise a decent round. And yeah, of course, there are international investors involved in Nordic funding rounds all the time. Um, but the fact remains, you can be a Nordic company you know, based in the Nordics and raise a significant amount of venture capital. Not only that, but the venture capital ecosystem is, you know, it's not on a par with with London or Berlin, but it's certainly catching up. I mean, after those two, I'd say it's the most mature VC ecosystem in Europe by 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 quite some way. I think, uh, you know, with Stockholm's kind of influence, it, it's kind of surpassing places like France and Spain and the Nordics are kind of up there with, with Germany and the UK. So I would certainly say that the venture capital and the amount that the Nordics are raising, so it's like nearly two billion in total last year. So, you know, that's that's a sizable amount. London and UK passed two billion for the first time last year. So, you know, it's really catching quite quickly. Yeah, because the point you make in the piece is that, yeah, of course, Nordics as a region starts from a lower baseline than places like London, but the rate of growth is, is, is at a higher tick at the moment, a higher percentage, which is incredibly impressive and hey what does that mean for the future do you think it will overtake at any point yeah well i i have uh, <laughs> written an even more controversial article uh fairly recently about how the nordics will overtake london in uh, venture capital as soon as next year um and you know 2017 your... no so let me clear this up this is based <laughs> on numbers so this is based on current growth rates based on numbers so i'm just kind of putting it out there based on what is happening right now my personal opinion, it won't happen next year. 
I don't know if it will ever happen, my personal opinion. But I just want to point out that if you look at current growth rates and you look at current numbers, then that is the situation. The Nordics would would essentially raise as much as London this year and then surpass it next year. You do have to remember the Nordics, of course, five countries and London is one city. So I'm sure, uh, you know, there's also that uh, to point out. Um, but of course, the, the number of startups probably isn't dissimilar to the amount of London startups in total. So there's that to consider as well. But no, personal opinion, I don't think it would happen. But I just think sometimes that we don't look at the numbers enough and, and people get carried away with London's growth, UK's growth. But what I'm trying to point out is that there are other ecosystems in Europe, particularly the Nordics, that are growing as fast or even faster than London and the UK. So I, I'm just keen to point out that there are other ecosystems growing very, very fast now in Europe. Makes loads of sense. And looking at the stats, as you often do on the Nordic web, you know, what can't talk, can't lie, the present and the future looks pretty good. With that point in mind, you know, the stats look good, the kind of context, I suppose, the stories about these companies looks good. Who is it that needs to know more? Like the, the piece that you've written is very much challenging or updating people's assumptions. I think we kind of Speaking as, a, I guess, a London-based VC, and we talk to lots of entrepreneurs, there's a good awareness in London and around other parts of Europe that, hey, the Nordics is doing well, and there's loads of investment going up there. Who is it specifically? Are there certain groups of people that you think maybe need to uh, up their knowledge when it comes to the Nordics as a region within Europe? Is it US VCs? Is it entrepreneurs from overseas or in Europe, potentially? Interesting to get your yeah, thoughts on that. Yeah, well, firstly, I would actually say the media. Um, I, I think that the media still has a uh, has a has an outdated view of, of what's happening in the Nordics. I think they understand, you know, they see oh Spotify, yeah, that, that's from Sweden, uh, and then that's pretty much it. And then there's of course these companies that kind of transcend countries in Europe, like King, Just the country uh, companies that have started in Nordics, but then moved to to London and have grown their businesses in London, um, and you know. Quite rightly, I, I guess, you know, the UK and London claim some credit for that success where, they, where they've built their business. But what people miss from that story is that this company was started in, in the Nordics. It, you know, it, its very beginnings were there and, and kind of it went from there. So it often, you hear UK success, but you don't hear the, the kind of the beginnings of that story. Um, so I think that that also gets lost in the kind of media tale. And, you, you know, the media probably isn't even aware that, you know, Nordics has like 10, 10 billion plus companies like that originated from there maybe more actually if you if you consider soundcloud and a veto to to kind of originate and have those roots and there's even more um but my point is there's a sizable amount uh, of companies from there i think the media probably if they are aware of it they don't really talk about it um but in general i think i think it's just relevant for everyone i think it's relevant for for the european ecosystem um to be aware not only what's happening in nordics but everywhere in europe for it to be for for everything that we do, it should be kind of fact or, or number driven. Just otherwise, it's harmful. You know, if if you say, well, the Nordics are, are bad at that, or London is bad at that, or good at that, or good at that, and that's not true, then that that can be harmful for everyone in the ecosystem. So I, I just feel that it's important for for kind of every actor to to have a good understanding of or an accurate understanding, not only in the Nordics but everywhere in Europe. And I suppose you say that because, you know, if you know Neil Murray and you know uh, the Nordic Web, you're very driven by stats and data and, you know, the formulations of this company two years ago or the publication two years ago were in a data-driven company, which is, you know, why you're, I suppose, so uh, you're chasing after evidence all the time. So I guess in a perfect 
in a perfect world or a perfect continent, would there be a, a Nordic web for every major city in tech, I suppose, using the same kind of uh, pursuit of statistics that, that you guys do? Yeah, it's something, it's something that, that's crossed my mind before. I, I think that, that, that localization uh, and, and kind of a manual approach is needed when it comes to, to data. So it's all very well scraping. Um, but I do believe you still need a manual touch. And I do believe that comes from a very local level. Um, and the way we do things is, is we scrape and we 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 use a lot of public sources, but we also tap into a very strong uh, community and network in the Nordics, which also gives us this accurate uh, data. Um, obviously, I'm biased. I, I've worked at TechEU, um, but I think they're doing the best job uh, in Europe for that. Um, I've worked on their data set and, and their kind of what they're doing. Um, so, you know, I think that, that TechEU are kind of definitely taking the right steps to kind of documenting what the Nordic web does and the Nordics for the whole of Europe. And moving back, I suppose, talking about those misconceptions that uh, people have that you pull out in your, in your recent piece, something that was quite interesting was that there's, um, in your view, a misconception that, the, that Scandinavia has is almost too specialised. It has a lack of diversity, is, is the opinion that's held. And in the, in the Pando article that you quote, uh, that London was held up as the shining example of this place, the many-sided prism that uh, has enterprise tech and healthcare and you know, fintech and everything else side by side, whereas Scandinavia focuses too much, I guess, on gaming and mobile in, in, in their rather, I guess, cliched opinion. What's your... <clears throat> Neil, Neil Murray opening the batting for the Nordics. What is your defense defense of that point? Uh, I mean, I, th this was actually the, the point I found the most amusing because, in my view, it's it's in reverse. I mean, it's completely in reverse. I mean, for me, I would say, and it, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed about here, but London quite clearly is relying on fintech. I mean, as as kind of it's it's built such a strong name for itself, association, really strong fintech hub especially in terms of venture capital. I really feel that, you know, right now fintech is, is kind of London's leading light. And, and I would say that's, that's kind of what London is associated with. The Nordics have been associated with, with gaming, mobile, as you say. Um, but what's interesting in Nordics is actually fintech saw the most number of investments last year. Um, so fin, you could add fintech to gaming. Health and wellness, a very, very strong area. Uh, enterprise SaaS, also a very strong area in the Nordics. Um, ad tech, up and coming. Ad tech, up and coming. Um, but I would say that the Nordics kind of excels in in, in four different areas um, and, and kind of fairly equally because gaming was very high. Now it's dropped off a little bit, coming back up. But health is up there, enterprise SaaS, fintech. So four areas where it's very hard to pick kind of what area right now are the Nordics particularly excelling at because all of those are on a pretty level footing, whereas personally, I would say fintech quite easily in London is is London's uh, leading light. So yeah, for me, it's in reverse. I feel that the Nordics have a good diversity uh, in terms of the verticals that they're kind of succeeding in right now, whereas I feel London is, is hedging its bets big time on fintech. So, wow, that that's completely uh, a 180 on, on the original position, that London's the one with uh, a lack of diversity and the, the Nordics has spread its bets a bit more. Interesting point. I'm sure we'll have a few letters in the post about that one. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, I suppose, because of course you spend a lot of your time in the Nordics going to each of the, I guess, prominent cities. If you're Neil Murray, the tour guide, and uh, an entrepreneur or maybe an investor is going to the Nordics for the first time, Copenhagen, Stockholm, Helsinki, where do they go? Who do they meet? Uh, maybe not specific individuals, but which 
accelerators or, or, or organizations, yeah. uh, in your opinion, if you had like a hit list of a, of a few key people? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll start not with Copenhagen. Mario. Yeah, not from <laughs> me. Uh, I'll start with Copenhagen because that's where I, I was living. Um, so that there's, a, I mean, the number one organization there is actually uh, something called CPHFTW, uh, which stands for Copenhagen for the win. This is a kind of grassroots uh, organization. Uh, I was at one of the original meetings, actually, where a lot of Copenhagen entrepreneurs came together and, and kind of said, you know, we need to do something to, to get Copenhagen on the map. So this is very, uh, it's actually funded by startups in the region as well. Um, there's regular quarterly events. They hold impromptu meetups with, with founders there. Um, they hold matchmaking events for investors visiting the city to meet startups. So I would say first put port of call if you're going to Copenhagen, definitely CPH for the win. Uh, and that's Christopher Malin, who's, who's head of the organization. So that's, that's great to hear because uh, our partner, Lars Fjeldsen-Nilsson, spoke at one of those only a couple of weeks ago. He so. did, he did. <laughs> I was I spoke at the one before that, and I, so I just missed Lars on this one. See, they've got a um, great agenda. <laughs> but so yeah, I would say that's that's number one. Uh, in terms of co-working, there's a couple of good ones, uh, Rocket Labs and Founders House at Startup Village. Uh, so I would definitely go and check out those two as well. Um, so moving on to Stockholm, Sub46, uh, very much the, the main kind of co-working space or the, the, the place to maybe base yourself while you're out there. Um, and then I would definitely suggest going along to one of the Stockholm tech meetups. Uh, I was there last month, it's run by Tyler Crowley, excellent excellent event bringing together the Stockholm community. Um, investors there, entrepreneurs there, promising startups there. Google Ventures were at the last one on stage. Um, Balderton, I believe, are the next guests. I was, yeah, about yeah. to give another big up to ourselves <laughs> in that the next... Uh yeah, next yeah, time I suddenly realized we you are there. there in force, uh, bringing loads of our partners out. So it's quite a quite a, a unique event. We, we we sometimes go with two or three partners to one place, but there's a, a heck load of us coming next time. Uh, and I'm going to lucky things. So, so uh, you know, be, come out in force and, and say hello. We're certainly really keen to meet you all. Yeah, definitely a good choice. It's a great event. Um, again, I missed you. I was the one before, so you're, you're following in my footsteps again. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely uh, in Stockholm, I would check out uh, sub46.com tech meetup. Uh, Helsinki, uh, obviously, slush. Uh, the, the kind of the jewel in the crown of the Nordics. Uh, so if you've never been to Slush before, I would seriously recommend going. It's an incredible event. I'm shocked that Europe holds an event like this, let alone Helsinki, Finland. So I would highly recommend that. Best um, event in Europe? I, I think so, apart from Nordic Next, which we're organizing this year. So a little plug there. Um, but yeah, Slush is, is fantastic. Uh, other than that, in Finland, I would recommend uh, Read an Arctic Startup, uh, a blog uh, which covers, it covers the Nordics, the Arctic, and the Baltics as well, um, but particularly strong in covering what's happening in Finland. And it, you guys, I suppose the Nordic Web aren't in direct competition with Arctic Startup because you're more statsy and they're more newsy. Is that the... the yeah, Exactly. Yeah. If, you're, if you're building a reading list for yourself, that's how you think about it. Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I certainly, I mean, the way I see it as well is the more people that are kind of covering what's happening in Nordics, the better for 
me, the better for Arctic Startup, the better for everyone. But yeah, no, we have a good relationship. Um, and uh, yeah, as you'd expect in Scandinavia, everyone works together. <laughs> yeah, very cooperative. It was something that Sam mentioned in a podcast he's about investing in audit companies a good few months ago now, that there's a cooperative kind of mindset, maybe that le- leaks from general political or, or social opinion that... that uh, has led to not only a lot of cooperation, but why there's a lot of network-based companies uh, in the Nordics. Maybe. That's his theory. That's one of many yeah, theories. Other theories are available. Um, well, just, to, just to wrap up, I guess, Neil, what's next uh, in the next 12 months? For the for Nordic Web, what are you doing? Yeah, so as I, I kind of tried to get on a plug there, we're running our first uh, event this year. Um, we're actually taking uh, this event over, co-organizing it with Invest in Skona. So this is taking place in Malmo. Uh, it's an it's an invite-only investor uh, summit uh, where we showcase some of the best uh, Nordic startups and, and kind of hopefully promote some intelligent discussion in a room between angels and VCs that are looking towards the Nordics. So obviously someone from Borderson will be invited. Um, Thank you in advance. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, we're, we're just keen to, to, to kind of um, keep an accurate record of what's happening over there. I mean, it's a really uh, exciting place. Uh, when I set this up two years ago, I had no idea that the next two years would be as kind of exciting as they have been. And that's why I hold kind of no, uh, you know, I don't judge anyone for having those outdated assumptions that we've, we've touched upon in this podcast because it has moved so fast. So I never knew it was going to move so fast. So yeah, we'll just be... Uh, kind of chasing our tail all year, uh, recording all the funding rounds and exits that happen, um, and hopefully kind of take it to the next stage. So we're, we're kind of turning more into to kind of a media company which focuses on Nordic tech. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for taking the time, and I'm sure we'll catch up again soon. Thank you.